0: Time for Two Blokes Talking Tech. I just think technology is awesome. Good advice for anyone who is looking for a laptop with
1: all the latest news and information about technology. Now that,
0: that's the guy. It's so hard to take a bad photo now with these cameras. I think that stuff is just brilliant. It is something that people really need to look at. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Haven't we got the best jobs in the world? We have. <laughs> we absolutely <laughs> have the best jobs.
1: With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com.
0: I love talking technology. And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. Do
1: you really need a 10 megapixel camera to take those images? I'd say not. Two Blokes Talking Embrace those little ideas there, have a look around and and ask questions. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for listening, thank you for downloading. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. I'm Trevor Long and joining me on the line, as always, Stephen Fennick. G'day mate. Hello, Trevor. How are you going? Marvellous, mate. Now, we've got a stack to get through this week. We've got smart TVs, we've got security, we've got tablets, we've got crowdsourcing. There's a heap to talk about in this 30 minutes. We've got everything. Mate, uh, but before we do that, uh, you know, it's very, very hard to pass up an, uh, pass up an opportunity to, um, to win something. I've found that with my listeners across the globe, they love winning things. And, mate, you've got something very Absolutely. special that you're giving away at techguide.com.au.
0: Absolutely Trevor, it's the red hot item at the moment The iPad 2, uh, the competition only began on Wednesday So we've got a couple of weeks there for people to get their entries in uh, All the details are on the website Stephen so yeah, head Fenwick over to has tech-buy. gone mad Jeez, that, You've Got to be in it to win it as they say Trevor
1: That thing's far too successful obviously that website of yours So we have to <laughs> we have to rein that back Mate, um, lots <laughs> to talk about as I say so let's get cracking And of course, we couldn't do without the support of the great people at Netgear, one of our great sponsors. Netgear.com.au if you if you need anything networking, and uh, we'll tell you more about them a little later. But um, Steve, last week you and I um, came across each other once again at 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 an event. Um, But this one, I got to say, I'm very impressed. You and I have spoken a lot about 3D. We, uh, we we witnessed the launch of some new LG products, uh, including some new TVs, and they've gone all out with 3D. And I got to say, there this is this is market leading stuff.
0: I agree, Trevor. Now, before we get onto the smart TV, I'm glad you brought the 3D subject up because I know you're a bit of a naysayer in the 3D side of things. Oh yeah. There. Now, I think LG's new televisions are going to do a lot to advance 3D uh, as a more accessible thing to enjoy in your home. Now, just to explain, their 3D viewing experience has been enhanced because they've done away with the the heavy, expensive, rechargeable glasses and replace them with the cheaper, lighter, uh, th- almost, you could call them throwaway glasses they give out in the cinema. So you can still enjoy the full HD viewing experience with these new glasses.
1: And so it's known as passive 3D, and it is ex- ex- it's is—it's exactly those glasses you would have in the cinema. And I asked, they are interchangeable, so you could take these into the cinema Absolutely. if you like. Now, I've got the white ones, so I, I think you can get black and so white. You can also get clip-ons too. Yeah, if clip-ons. You glasses
0: to start with, you can get... Lenses that clip onto your existing glasses, which is pretty
1: handy. And just to put it in perspective, we're talking $200 for a normal set of 3D glasses, and these things are two for $19.
0: That's amazing. Well, that's that's you know, can you, can you imagine that the state of origin was on last year in 3D? Now, mm. when it does roll around again this year, and you want to invite your mates around, around and impress them with your brand new 3D LG television, mm. you can have enough glasses to go around because before that, you couldn't it, it, to to spring for the glasses. Was not only expensive, but the brand of one glasses of one TV didn't work with the t- the glasses of, of another TV. Right. So, it's uh, that was another problem that people uh, overlooked as well.
1: Now, there's a couple of things that I found really impressive. I, I don't know whether it's just me, but I give, uh, we've talked about it, I get the headaches with the with the 3D glasses and everything. I watched this for probably ten minutes. I didn't I didn't feel uh weas- you know at all like I was gonna get a headache. But the, the colour really jumped out at me. This thing, the, the colour you? experience was great. And the other thing that I found amazing that I took out was the 2D upscaling. So I've got a 3D TV that upscales to to, to from two D to three D. I know, Trevor, I know you have. <laughs> but it does but it doesn't do it that well. <laughs> this new technology is, is mind blowing. It's well, really I impressive
0: uh- I totally agree. Now, I know you're very fragile over there, Trevor, and your 3D experience until now was was something you really had to look at carefully. But right. um, I, I think one one side effect of 3D that is that the picture often suffers, uh, the brightness suffers. Mm-hmm. So you, you see a, looking at a 3D image and the brightness is noticeably, is noticeably it's darker. So yeah. with what I've noticed as well with this, the, the enhanced uh, picture quality, the brightness was right up there with like your normal 2D viewing. And that having that added 2D to 3D Uh, uh, on-the-fly live uh, changing 2D to 3D Mm. was... you know, put pay to those people who say there's not enough 2D, 3D content around. Well, you can watch everything in 3D if you really wanted to.
1: It also had a, um, a, very, a better a viewing angle, so you could literally have more people in the room uh, viewing 3D with with great success. So, yeah, I, mean, I
0: tried that as well. It wasn't too bad the viewing angle, as, as good as your other normal 3D glasses. Yeah, right. But uh, I'm waiting to get one in my hot little hands mm. to have a review, as you are as well,
1: mate. I um I I just think the bottom line takeout for me, and we'll just we'll quickly talk about the other things that were there but for me I am I'm, I- I'm a bit nervous for the Samsung Sony's and Panas of the world that uh, LG have really I I don't think there's any other option for 3D this year if you're going to buy a TV this is the new technology and, and Yeah you- well
0: no, I think you got a point there, Trevor. But uh, just I should note too, Samsung's 3D glasses from uh, for their 2011 Smart TV range have also been. They're still active glasses, mm. but they're much smaller and much lighter oh, than yeah. last year's set. So but they're
1: still I think battery that's powered. Something
0: that they obviously they had a lot of feedback from customers. Something they're doing a lot about, yep. and I expect uh, Panasonic to do the same. LG have already done it, but uh, I think we should turn to the Smart TV part of this discussion, right. don't You think, Trevor? Yeah, absolutely. Well, the uh, what what was it was obviously uh, a very impressive display, not only from the the sheer connectivity, but also from the partnerships they've also drawn up with Mm. uh, the Yahoo Seven catch-up TV, they had uh, Fox Sports and Telstra. Now, one interesting thing that I found, and you know I'm a bit of a footy fan, Trevor, oh, yeah. yep. uh that Fox Sports offered a, uh, a service there where you can, with your LG TV, view rugby and tennis uh, and those sort of things on demand. And yep. I think you were there when I asked this question. I said, well, what about the footy? You've got Fox Sports show Is the footy. football yeah. all the time. Uh, what where's the rugby league? They said, "Well, no, we got the TV rights, mm. but we don't have the internet rights to, oh, the, yeah. to the NRL and the AFL, which is where Telstra comes into the picture." There and,
1: and see this this to me demonstrates what a what a very very smart organisation Telstra is. Now, just think back four years, the, the, the very minimum Telstra buy the internet rights for millions of dollars, and I, I got to tell you, I think it was something like sixty million, but oh, that's just off the top of my head. But it was a lot of money. They bought the internet yeah. rights, and you know even and I thought back then what the heck you know yeah. yeah you okay so I can watch games and again on the internet blah, but this is this is this was their end game they wanted to Absolutely. get in there um, full stop at the start because internet TV IPTV which is what this streaming is is what they've got the rights it's to the so internet. Do you, do you think somebody at Telstra, I think it was during the Sol Trujillo day, do you
0: think Sol was there sort of put it, you know, in his office thinking mm, internet TV, and smart TVs in four years, we better get these rights and lock them up tight. Do you I think, think he was so. in his
1: I tower thinking that? I trip? think he had good advisors I wouldn't want to give the credit to Sol but, uh, <laughs> but I think people like Justin Mill uh, from Big Pond yeah. back then um, really played a part in, in both the, the NRL rights and also in Big Pond movies and games and things like that so Absolutely. I think there were some real visionaries back then but the other thing, just quickly, two things about the LG announcements were um, the remote. There's a little remote which we yes. we mentioned before which is, I don't even know how it works but essentially you point it at the TV and you can click on things in this smart TV menu which makes it really, really it easy to easy. use.
0: Yeah, the Magic Motion remote, I think anybody could pick this up and right. use it. it. It works a little bit like a Wii remote control. I'm sure you've got kids, Trevi, who've used the Nintendo Wii. Now, the beauty of this remote controller is that it puts that little cross on the screen and, the, and it can never go off the screen no matter how fast you move mm. it, you'll always see this cross on the screen. So, Anybody, I think, could pick this up and know how to use it. And the remote itself, which actually comes as a secondary remote control to the main remote mm. with the numbers and everything you get like that, yep. this magic remote has only got like five buttons on the thing, so it's pretty easy to use, very simple to uh, get your hands on and use straight away.
1: And the other one for me was the uh, was the smart TV set-top box. So if you've got a reasonably new TV and it's not smart TV capable, but you're not in the market to buy a 1000 or $2,000 TV, LG have got a little product that's just a set-top box, and it plugs into your TV, and you can watch all of this IPTV and, and internet content uh, as if it's uh, it's it's uh, an LG smart TV. Absolutely. You know these yeah, it's things are. Of that. You mm. can get them everywhere. WD make them, Netgear make them. There's heaps of people that make them. But for for LG to, to invest in a set-top box with their interface and their design, I think demonstrates the the importance of smart TV in the future of of uh, lounge rooms around and, the country. Yeah.
0: I think it should be noted too that I asked this question at the event that LG's smart TV upgrader works with any television, not just an LG television.
1: Oh, absolutely. It's, you could mm-hmm. use that on an old, um, you know, his master's voice. You know, you could, you could literally <laughs> use it. On, actually, I don't know. Did, did it have, um, only RCA outs? It certainly has RCA's and HDMI. So you had all of them. You had HDMI and the RCA's mm. on the back there. Yes. Anyway, that is uh, that is LG, and I do think, and I don't want to make predictions, but I think they will they will take some serious market share with their three D offering because the uh, the passive cinema three D is an absolute winner in my mind from LG.
0: Well, you know, Trevor, in uh, in a little over a little over a week, uh, where there's going to be a massive event on uh, in the UK—the royal wedding between Prince William and Kate Middleton. Uh, now, I I know, I'm just—I'm taking time watch off watch work. Trevor, Gee
1: whiz, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Not.
0: well. There are many people, apart from yourself, that are very excited about this event, and obviously they're going to be following a lot of this information and a lot of the events online yep. now. This is going to be a massive opportunity for cyber criminals to get out there in force. They know there's going to be a lot of people looking for certain topics of, about the royal wedding, about news and information, and they're taking, they're going to use that to their advantage. And they mm. they've, Norton have uh, put out a survey to say that uh, 87% of Australians said they'll be following news of the royal wedding. That, that's compared to just 62% of people from the US. So Australians love the royals. We're going to be online in force. Now, these hackers are going to try to target us with things like search engine optimization poisoning. Now, mm. search engine optimization to be. Explain it very briefly. Is to enhance your chances of being found on the web using keywords, so that your know, stories, if people do a Google search, the stories that you've enhanced with your keywords are at the, at the top of the rank at the top of Google. Yes, exactly. So what they're doing is they are enhancing their own malicious websites with these terms, so that if anyone types hmm. in a little search, there a chance there's a chance that these malicious sites will come up in your search. So if you haven't got up to date security software, you could be in danger
1: and, and that's what people need to do is be alert and be aware so you look out for emails that are mentioning like here click here for this awesome video or awesome website about the yeah. royal wedding don't do it even if they're from a trusted friend it, if it's one of those chain emails just ignore it uh, if you're searching for something if you want to get information here's the simple thing if you want to get information about the royal wedding Pick a trusted source. Pick, you know, uh, the Sydney Morning Herald, News Limited, uh, 9MSN. Pick an actual news organisation to get your info from. Pick the BBC for crying out loud. Don't go looking for info elsewhere. Um, yeah, and at you know, some searches, though,
0: Trevor, people can come unstuck because they, they search, they see links that say things like leaked footage, scandalous pictures, mm, all this. Mm. And and, and a lot of people can't resist it. They need to click on this
1: link. And unfortunately, they put themselves at risk. And the best way to protect yourself, other than having a, a top line uh, security problem, Product like Norton 360 and all the other good ones is uh, just install something like Norton Safe Web, uh, which will uh, is it's an add-on to your browser and it will actually in a Google search results it'll put a tick a safe tick next to all of the the safe websites and so you know what's safe you know what to go to. It's not hard to be informed. You've written a little article on TechGuide.com.au. I recommend people reading it uh, yeah, and well, just to this, keep this, is just, this is the
0: first e royal wedding they're calling it, Trevor. The first royal wedding in sort of the real in the internet age we could say because uh, there's going to be a massive interest, so we should all be wary.
1: Two Blokes Talking
0: Tech You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech With Trevor Long and Stephen
1: Fenwick now, mate, we're going tablet crazy. The uh, the the iPad 2 is obviously out. The iPad One was a massive success. The Samsung Galaxy Tab 10.1 V will be out uh, later this month or really early next month. Uh, orders are now being taken by Vodafone. Telstra announced this week that they will bring the uh, they will be providing the Motorola Zoom uh, from May. Yeah. I would suggest it'll be late May. We don't have pricing yet, but this is uh, this is an exciting time for tablet lovers.
0: Is it ever? Yeah, well, uh, there is actually Motorola holding an event uh, next week uh, for this. Uh, no, sorry, on May the fifth mm-hmm. uh, for this for the launch. So, good news that it's going to be in the hands of Telstra. So it's uh, on the next G network, obviously. But it's another ten point one inch tablet that's been out in the US since uh, earlier this year. I think it was released in the US in February, uh, to very positive reviews. It's running the latest Android software, the 3.0 Honeycomb operating system, and uh, has had, like I said, some very positive reviews in the US, and seems to me, though, to be, it's going to be a little bit of a Samsung Galaxy Tab 10.1v clone. Mm. Similar size screen, same uh, operating system. The only difference is that you're going to just buy from a different operator. What do you think?
1: And Mate, I think the bottom line is that The winner here will be the Motorola Zoom because um, Vodafone are struggling to to get traction again as a network so people are going to go I think I'll take the Telstra network and it's going to be, look and I think Vodafone know this, it's going to be a couple of years before they can win back credibility as a network Um, and they will work hard for that and I wish them the best but frankly Telstra have the best network, everyone knows that and um, so as long as the pricing is on par and I spoke to a a caller on on Your Tech Life just just now told me that he just ordered uh, the the Samsung Galaxy from Vodafone Um, um, free. It was. It was on a two-year plan. A plan. so no, yeah, up year, no upfront cost, and for, uh, and just paying it off over a two-year plan. Yeah, well you would imagine Telstra would be doing the same
0: thing with the Motorola Zoom. Yeah. Uh, I think and from my info is that even though if you do buy it from Vodafone you you do get I think 2 or 3 months of data included. That's but right. Yep. There's nothing to stop you using it as on, on Wi-Fi uh and I'm not sure is it is no, it where it's locked? Is it locked to Vodafone no, or can you put well, another SIM card in it? The
1: one that I've got uh it worked with a Telstra SIM card. So there I would go, doubt so. it's locked um although it is, you know, it's got Vodafone branding all over it, it'd be pretty mad for it not yeah. to be locked, but um look, essentially um, I think that it'll be a good battle between Zoom and uh, and Galaxy Tab, but uh, I think we both know that the iPad 2 is going to continue to dominate that sector uh, for a little while to come.
0: Now you know our good friends over at Kogan, uh, huh. Trevor. I know you're a big fan of theirs. Well, uh, man, I, know, I just... there's one thing you can say. There's one thing you say about Russel Kogan, the owner of uh, the CEO of Kogan, the consumer electronics online retailer. Mm-hmm. You can you can call him many things, Trevor. But you can never call him boring. He's always oh, trying hammer. something new with his customers and always saying things that uh, that often get him into the headlines. But I came across an interesting story this week about uh, a new range of their products. Now they have brought out some new audio products, and mm. one in particular is a home theater sound bar. Now yep. this is this is a, a, a horizontal a, a speaker system that sits underneath TV, common, your TV.
1: Very common, you know, from Logitech and people like that.
0: Yeah, there have been others out, but this creates a virtual surround sound. It also comes with a wireless subwoofer, so you can create this virtual home theatre experience. Now, that may not sound amazing, but the what I found amusing was that this product was actually suggested to Kogan... By one of their fans on Facebook, and just he actually genius, took this. It? He thought that's a good idea, and he's actually gone ahead and made it. But it was the funny thing is it was only suggested last month, and mm. it's already for
1: sale. So, well, well mate, if you follow the, the the ladies of the world, uh, this Zara thing that's opened up in Sydney, this oh fashion store that they, you know, what I was thinking about the other night, it's a similar model. They are uh, obviously much bigger and, and, and much more successful, but essentially they don't they don't have this long lead time on stuff. They just if something's big, they put it out, and that's what Ruslan. Kogan's doing now. Don't get excited. He's not pumping out tens of thousands of these things. He's just going to China. He's finding someone that makes an OEM, which is an unbranded version of something. He's saying, do this, do that to it. Put my logo there and ship yep. it. And that's what you can do if you've got that weight behind and you and you've got that too. backing. Yeah. Um. And and you know he's able to push these things out at a, at a great price. Um. And you know because they're actually in production now, you can really see this live price thing of his happening. So yep. they're being made now. You they're not in the country, so you can buy it now even cheaper than than it will be when it's actually yeah, in I the country. Yeah, I
0: think it's $130 using live price, and that's... so. But but if, if you order that right now, you wouldn't get the product till, like, early June, because it's still in the production that's cycle. That's right. Well, the full price of it's only $199, so I'd be really keen to get to get my hands on it just to hear the quality of this thing, so oh, for $199, even funny. if it only sounds average, you, I think you're still doing pretty well. But
1: I, I The interesting thing about the Kogan stuff is, you know, people do say different things about the quality, but I, they're digital radios, um, yeah. they've got one which is weird looking. I think it's the ugliest radio in the history of the world. Is I've, that the retro I've, one I remember today's? No, not, today the, as well. not the new one. This is one that's been <laughs> out for a little while. It's a Wi-Fi digital radio, it's got one speaker yeah. on the side, one on the front. Ugliest sin, but my <laughs> lord, it is uh, honestly the best quality sound of yeah. any radio I've heard. Um, well, they've just
0: tri- introduced a new one, a, a retro which uh, I think looks uh, really a nice. It looks, it looks pretty good.
1: So they've they've launched. He's launched some ultra thin laptops, um, ultra portable, I should say. He's launched a little tablet, um, yeah. an Android tablet, which the same 7-inch, same size as the the playbook. He's really making sure he's got something out there for everyone. Um And, you know, I, I, I all credit to the bloke for just pushing it hard. He obviously dips yep. a bit of money into every product and he probably loses money on stuff that doesn't work very well. But but he, he
0: obviously listens to his customers as well.
1: And, and and you can't doubt a bloke that pays attention to his customers. We know how important it is. Two
0: blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fenwick.
1: Mate, we we're talking just quickly about Telstra and the Motorola Zoom, something I should mention to people, and I noticed this just quickly through a very small tweet from someone at Telstra, and then I had a look, and I, I looked online, and I made a phone call, because I'm like, this can't be true. <laughs> the Samsung Galaxy, the original, the little, what, 7-inch one, is it, it, it launched at $999, a ridiculous, ridiculous price for any tablet, let alone a 7-inch um, Android, <laughs> and and... But it's available now online through Telstra at two hundred and ninety nine bucks.
0: Oh, really, that's outright. You can buy this thing for two ninety
1: nine. That's that's w- or, the what, question I, I the had to ask. That's
0: a lot, a lot cheaper than what it is. Well, than mate, what it was
1: a, a little while ago. It launched at nine ninety nine, but let's be clear, it hasn't been that price for some time. You could probably buy it for yeah. five hundred more recently but for them to slash um, that much money off it for, to make it available online at 2.99 suggests a couple of things and and it certainly suggests a, a run out on it get rid of the stock they've got it did it did preempt the fact that they were going to have a tablet like which is now we now know is the zoom um, but you know what if you're looking for a simple little tablet I know Rosalind Kogan's got one for a couple of hundred bucks, but this is a Samsung Galaxy. Yeah, I beautiful I think pound for screen. Pound, this is going
0: to be hard to beat that one, Trevor. I think uh, anyone exactly. who bought one, though, for nine 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 must be kicking themselves now. And I think at the time, we all said in our reviews that it was a bit expensive. That was one of the downsides I found. But in terms of quality, I found that the screen is really good. It's a great size, too. You can hold it. You light, can even If you're wearing light. a suit, you can put it in your suit pocket. It's, it's very portable. Yep. So that 7-inch screen, if anyone's sort of looking for that, that, that size screen, if they don't want to go as big as, the iPad or the larger Zoom or the Galaxy Tab 10.1 this is an ideal an ideal choice in a 299 how can you say no Now, Trevor, I always love a good app, uh, just as you do, and what I love even more are Australian-made apps, and Mm -hmm. I came across one called Square Eyes. Now, this is designed for the iPad by an Australian developer called Pocketry. Pocket now, what Square Eyes does is right. it aggregates. It creates video channels for you. Like you know, how many millions of hours of video is out there on the web at the moment? Yep. What uh, What Square Eyes does it creates these customized channels so you can select the subjects whether you want to look at gaming, music, movies, whatever. You can create these channels, and what it does it aggregates the most popular videos of those uh, in those channels and presents them in a. In what they call the lattice, so it's like a, a display across the screen where you can scroll up and down each individual channel. You can then make each video full screen and view them as you go.
1: Hmm. And so it's, it's an aggregator keeping because it's one of my biggest bugbears is that video online is becoming because there is so much of it is becoming almost impossible to find good content. Yes,
0: hard. Unless unless someone suggests that. That's, I spoke to Dan Jones, who's the co-founder of Pocketry, and he said that the idea was born sort of from, he was just frustrated with YouTube. He said there are millions of hours of video, and unless someone comes across a cracking video that they can suggest to you and l- send a link to you, it's very hard to find that great content on your own. So that, that sort of gave him the motivation to go ahead and create uh, this app, which sort of is kind of like Flipboard, you know, Flipboard, that app yeah, that beautiful. aggregates all your social media content into a, into a magazine. Yep. Well, this does the same thing for your video. so I think uh, I've, I've had it for a couple of weeks now. I really enjoy using it, and I enjoy the daily updates and uh, and the new videos that are coming through. It's priced at four ninety nine, four dollars ninety nine, but for a limited time, it's free. So if uh, if you want to get in there and try it, I think you'd be mad not to at that price.
1: Let's check it out now. A couple of other quick little app or web suggestions for you. Um, uh, Cars Guide have launched a little mobile website, CarsGuide.mobi, and if you're desperately trying to find petrol prices, I'll be honest with. I don't think it's something that really engages me because, you know, it's a a two cents here or there, but it's actually a really good little website that you can look up on your mobile phone, carsguide.mobi. You can type in your suburb and, and the type of petrol you're after, it'll give you a price. Um, yeah. Nice and easy type to use
0: you your fuel type And your postcode And it, That's uh, right. it uses the GPS it's, uh, it's pretty clever Especially coming up To Easter You know where You want to find The best fuel prices around
1: Absolutely Now the other one Just quickly I don't know if you've seen this But uh, Real Racing 2 um, The iPad game Which is just Honestly one of the Best <laughs> looking games I know
0: you wouldn't Have missed that one mate You love your racing
1: <laughs> games mate, <ain't>? The <laughs> I, I, I'm told And I haven't downloaded it Because I've been recording Ever since I've been told But I'm told The update is out In the app store So if you've got it Or want to buy it Get it now For the dual screen so this means that you can sit in front of your TV with a HDMI output, and you can, and the the controls on the the screen on the iPad is not the race; it's it's your steering wheel and oh, controls. That's and so the screen on the TV is the race. So it's a real use of two screens. Mate, I'm told that's out now. I'm going to go and download it as soon as we finish recording and check it out. Um, great idea. That, that will be that will be one of the coolest things done with an iPad thus far, and you will see people lining up to redevelop their own apps in the same way. So uh, check it out if you've got an iPad, uh, iPad 2. Does, mate, does the HDMI output live wife oh, output work on the iPad 1? It doesn't, 1?
0: no. I'm, I understand it does not work oh, on the right. original iPad. It only
1: works on iPad 2. i better go upstairs and borrow the wife's iPad, or then. Or you better enter my competition, Trevor. Oh, good idea, mate. iPad 2 from techguide.com.au. It's easy to find. It's there at the top of the website. The links to enter and, and work at how to enter. And we should thank our good friends at Netgear, uh, netgear.com.au, for um, some of the best networking products you'll get. Uh, modems, routers, Wi-Fi connection in your home, or whether you want to connect your smart TV to the internet or Whether you've got uh, someone in a bedroom upstairs and the Wi-Fi is not so good, whack a power line internet on there. You'll be able to get the the, the internet through your PowerPoints. It's mind-blowing stuff. Netgear.com.au is the place to go for all that information, and we thank them for their support. Now, mate, before we go, I have to um, indulge a little on a personal story, but you'll love this in terms of uh, technology. My mother-in-law, many, many years ago, had uh, a lot of heart problems, had new valves and all that kind of stuff put in. And in the recent uh, years hasn't been in the best of health, so went through all the phases of uh, healthcare to to get on the the transplant list, and uh, so it's pretty uh, intense stuff, you know, being in, in the queue for a transplant and waiting. Um mate, would be, yeah, uh, that's two nights enough. ago, so it would be it would be Monday night. Uh, what's the, yeah, when, well, Wednesday LA. Monday night, seven o'clock. They got the call. Um, we've got a new heart And so they yeah. drove They drove to St Vincent's And midnight she was under the knife And by the next morning She had a new heart And uh, before I tell you About the technology I just again I will say To the, to the family That made that decision um, you know, The best of luck To you and, and the family And our great thanks for, for the donation That you made And to anyone um, who is thinking they're, they're an organ donor. Donatelife.gov.au is the website to go to. You have to, you, yeah. have, to, you have to register and you have Great to idea. have a conversation with your family about it because the family makes the decision, not you. It's not what's on your license. But here's the thing. So the next day, so I'm talking, this is nine hours after she's out of surgery, nine hours after getting a new heart. She's yep. in hospital. Her husband's there by her side and she can't talk for obvious reasons and she can't write with a pen. So they pull out the. They ring us up and they and she's got an iPad. She rings. She uh, the husband and uh, my father-in-law says, "What's that application that Jackson uses? My son, my four-year-old, to draw pictures. So it's called Draw. I think that's all it's called." <laughs> so they get this app out, right? They download the app and he puts it in front of her and she is writing with her finger notes on the screen. Okay. Uh, it's you brilliant. Know, It's mind-blowing stuff but <laughs> here's the <laughs> best part, the best part ever is because this app, my son draws pictures and then emails them to us because he knows how to click the email button, and he knows how to spell my name, it's amazing what she did, we're, we're planning to go away for Easter this weekend and uh, obviously with this all happening we're kind of thinking maybe we won't go away it's probably best to be here, she's written a note and emailed it to her daughter, my wife which says, Amanda, go to Young for Easter, love mum and emailed it to her You know, Uh. it's just, I just sit there and I go, how does, you know... It's just mind-blowing how a simple piece of technology like the iPad can come into your yes, life like this. Absolutely. Uh, Apple calls it magical. In this case, it has been. Trouble. Mate, little things like that make me realise it is magical and uh, and I, I, they're, they're loving the iPad now because you're sitting there and, you know, you're, you're sitting in hospital. It's a great way to keep in touch. It's a great way to keep entertained and things like that. So a really great little use of technology uh, in, in a completely <laughs> different way. And she's doing well, I hope. She's doing really well, uh, recovering well, and uh, she apparently she'll be home in a few days. Uh, Ten days or something Fantastic. like that, which is ridiculous. Uh, Two blokes talking tech, episode nine. We're here every week. Uh, we record on a Wednesday night. Should be available for you every Wednesday night to download. You can go to twoblokestalkingtech.com talking tech com to download it, and of course to um, to interact. Send us an email. You're uh, twoblokestalkingtech.com. talking uh, Steve, you're uh, you're always updating. TechGuide.com.au. I've never seen so much content churning out of your life uh, since you've been able to set up this new little venture, and also uh, people can hear you every week with uh, with Chris Smith on on 2GB and MTR. 2GB at 220,
0: that's right. Yeah, every Wednesday, and uh, yeah, and also as you said, all the content I'm producing on Tech Guide, it's updated every day, latest consumer news and reviews for everybody.
1: Thank you, everyone, for listening and downloading. Uh, let us know how you're downloading. Let us know where you're listening. This has been Two Bikes Talking Tech. Two Blokes
0: Talking Tech You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick.